Okay, welcome to this week's episode of Grounded with Craig. What? And with what? Okay, with Brandon. Welcome to Grounded with Brandon. And Craig. And Craig, maybe. I just wanted to slide my name in first. I, I mean, s- it never is first. Well. <laughs> and here we go. Here we go. So how's it going? It's going good. So, um, I got in, I got in my truck today and, um, you know, it's a little rainy. It's really not raining. It's just gloomy and it had been raining. And, how about uh, this weather? Uh, how about this weather? And, uh, like, I turned on Willie's Roadhouse and you know, I love Willie's Roadhouse. If you got Sirius XM, if you're a big country music fan, that's the only country music to listen to. You Nothing. haven't started listening to the holiday channel yet. <laughs> is it on? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. If it is, I'll, I'll, I'll move it's, it over. It's probably there. But the very, very first thing I hear come out of my radio speakers is so you know that kind of set the tone for the day and there the drive go. and then speaking of being on the road what about route four dude i mean come on they got to finish it soon i There's... got behind them setting up the cones yeah the guy's literally hanging out the driver's side putting the cones down hanging out the driver's side Hanging out the driver's side, like nice. that is ridiculous. And, and I'm, the whole time I'm thinking, you know, God created the world in less time than these guys have been able to pave Route 4. I mean, it is one of the craziest right? things I've ever seen. That's a bad comparison though, because he's God and they're <laughs> he not. He is that and, you know, yeah, and they're in a, they're in a dump truck or whatever guys. <laughs> yeah, you just, right. I compared him to God. Unrealistic <laughs> expectations right there. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of, um, you know, unrealistic expectations, a couple months ago, we were sitting here talking about the, your favorite baseball team, the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves. We were looking at them and they were what about four or five games under 500 and now they're setting on top and they're heading to the to, heading to the playoffs they have clinched the nl east um pretty you know they were what they were i think the third team to clinch so yeah something like i mean that. they didn't win 90 games but they're there they're they're there they're they're doing well considering the the players they lost i mean exactly max freed messed his elbow up again had to have surgery again for like the second year in a row um, and then Ronald Acuna went out with the ACL injury and, mm-hmm. and they just made some really smart moves. I mean, the Jock Peterson, we've talked about that move. That was Jock Peterson. top well, notch. The thing about Jock Peterson is I was just reading an article. I think it was on Friday or Saturday of this week. And I cannot remember what couple they interviewed a couple Atlanta Braves players and they said the turnaround for them is when they actually picked up Jock Peterson from the Chicago Cubs. You can see it. Yeah. They said he totally brought this different winning attitude mm-hmm. and he said even when he's not playing yeah he's mentally in the game he's for not sure. just riding the bench exactly and they said he brings such a dimension because you know when you play for the los angeles dodgers and you've gone to the playoffs in the world series all those years and he's been right. in some world series um you know you, you got to know what you're doing so yeah. they credited him and then you know Former Cincinnati Red Adam Duvall, mm-hmm. you know, I yep. mean, for some reason he has come out with a well, breakout season with 115 RBIs. He leads the National League in 38 home runs. I mean, well, and the mean, Braves had him two years ago, yeah. and then he he went somewhere else, and then they picked him up again this year. And I I liked him when he was with us a couple years ago. He's just a great player, but he can't. You, know, you talk about the loss an average, but right. You, but you talk about the, the Dodgers and all that stuff. Did you know though that the Braves? Have won their division um, the most amount of times than any other team since since they started that since like it was like the 1960s or something. Really? 
Yeah, the Braves that. have won their won the division more times than any other team. I don't know if that's National League or entire. League. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Saw that on CBS Sports. On wow, my how app. about that? How about that? Well, so. congratulations, and uh, thanks. Wouldn't it, be, wouldn't it be something if the uh, Braves and the Dodgers got into the playoffs somehow, some way? That'd be awesome against each other. Against each other, and Jock could either put it to him or they, the Dodgers could put it to the Braves and Jock. Probably that's what's going to happen. But. I don't know, man. You, 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 I don't know. I mean, the, I think the Dodgers are going to win it all. If I, if I could fast forward to time, I think the Dodgers are going to win it all. They're going to win the National League and they're also going to win the World Series. That's yeah. what I think. But. So here's, here's the deal with the Braves as a Braves fan. And I'm just being realistic. Okay. I never get my hopes up when it comes to the postseason because they could be the best team out there. And there were a couple of years ago when they were really, really good and, and everybody was hyping them up and the Braves are going to the World Series and they lost their very first series. So I don't get my hopes up because okay. I, they just tank a lot of times. So maybe with not getting my hopes up this year, yeah, they'll do well. Well, um, yesterday, um, when I was coming home from church, I was listening to the MLB network on Sirius radio and, um, one of the an- analysis on the, on the channel said that he picks the Braves and the Astros. Oh wow! Comp- uh, going to the World Series and playing um, each other off, and he picks the Astros to edge out the Braves. But he gave because yeah, they'll find a way to cheat somehow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, enough for uh, Major League Baseball. Enough baseball. So, congratulations! Lost half the and, Thank you. Yeah, and um, you know, and I know that um, you're happy, and I know we're. I'm going to be hearing about baseball for a few more weeks. Why? You know, the Braves are going into it. So yeah, it must mean, I don't know what Chipper Jones's status is with them. I know he's a hitting coach, but I don't know what his commitment is. Like, is he going to have to stay on or, and not go sit in a tree stand for Major League Bow Hunter or, or what? But I'm sure he'll get that figured out. Yeah, he'll figure it out. <laughs> so what's going on with you? I mean, you're, uh, you're back in full swing and, um, you're not quite 100%, but you're getting, I am, there. I'm probably in the nineties. Yeah, definitely. That's what I told somebody yesterday. I said, I'm That's around better 90% than what you were so. before you got COVID. So right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. My big thing right now is like I'm. I've got my energy back. I'm starting to do more things. Um, you know, my breathing still not the greatest in the world. Right. Um, I did make it out to the tree stand the other night. Uh, my wife was worried about me, and I'm like, I'll be fine. I'm right. Just down the road. I'm a phone call away. Um, the walk back to the tree stand wasn't too bad. It was about a half a mile. And I took my time, mm-hmm. um, but the walk back to the car, man, just absolutely wore me out because Beat I up. I went to stop. And as I stopped, I was actually talking to my dad on the phone, which probably wasn't helping because I was talking too. Right. But, um, you know, walking back to the lane and everything. And I was like, I'm going to take a break and stop. Well, as I did, a mosquito landed on my ear. Oh my. And I said, forget that. And I just, I kept walking to the car and Allie called me just checking on me because, you know, it was dark and, and she was like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm about 15 yards from the car, but I was huffing and puffing and <laughs> she was worried about me, but my levels were okay. And, and good. honestly, since I did that, Mm-hmm. My chest has not been as tight, so I think really? that helped just kind of break things up there. Right, um, but right. no, I noticed yesterday. Like for some reason, I think when I sing, I sing from my diaphragm. Okay, if I'm singing properly, I should be. But um, when I talk, I must be talking from my chest because I just got wiped doing announcements second service. I felt like I was just like gasping right, for the air. Right, but to sing, it wasn't as big of a deal, you know. And there are times yeah. when I get. You know, kind of winded and stuff, but right. for the most part, it's okay. But, but no, I'm 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 getting there. I what I really wish I could do, and I just know I can't yet, 
and I haven't even tried it, is run. You know, I was running three days a week prior to, right, and I right. just know that my body's not, my lungs are not ready for that right now. Right. So. You probably need to watch, not not go crazy right now anyway, just yeah. kind of make sure you're getting back into the, you know, to normal routine. Yeah, well, and, the the humidity know. and all that stuff right That's now, rough. The, the allergies are bad in our area, and this rain should help with that a little bit. Exactly. But. Exactly, so, but no, I'm doing doing pretty well. So everything else good with you? Yeah, everything's pretty good. You know, I'm um, been looking at the uh, you know the upcoming weather, and you know how much um, I absolutely despise the winter weather. You love it. Okay, let's go right there. Um, go with that. Do not love it. But I was looking at the extended forecast, which you know they're they're half right, so fifty fifty chances is going to be right. But all the way up till Monday. October 18th, which is what, two weeks from today? Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're in the seventies and eighties all the way up. Monday, October 18th, they're uh, projecting or forecasting 68 degrees for the high. So, um, but man, there's some seventies, seventy nines, eighty degrees weather, degree weather in there. So yeah. So the weather's been actually see really good. You like that as a hunter, like I'm waiting on a cold front, mm-hmm. like I'm wanting the cold front to hit. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is disturbing. Mm. But right. We've got two more weeks of upward soccer. That's fun. So you should come out and watch that. It oh is a, my it's a blast. Goodness. My grandson Clayton, mm-hmm. he uh played soccer for a few years and um there is nothing more what would I uh, what's the word? There's nothing more disorganized oh yeah than young people's soccer <laughs> it is just like everybody in the world is running after this ball and they have no idea what they're doing well, with I've, it. I've watched it i've coached that age group <laughs> is and, there coaching and, to that well here's what i say it's like herding cats you know it's like mm-hmm. you're just trying to herd cats or it's like a, a, a swarm of bees just wherever the ball goes there they go exactly it's just like but you know it's it is neat and i think we talked about this there a week or so ago but just with christian's age you know he's in second grade mm-hmm. and once you get to that age you can start to see them progress like the kindergarten mm-hmm. age oh my it's just the same week in and week out just oh man kick the ball towards your goal and a lot of times they kick the ball toward the other people's goal and, and that happens yeah. but you know with christian's age you see the progress every week you right. see them getting better and so that's neat we went Last week, um, and watched, and we may, there's a, a game tonight. If the weather holds off, we may go. But, um, North Union has just started soccer, girls okay. soccer. Okay. And, um, kind of, it's a pilot deal. And, and so they're playing tonight at home at 5.30. I love watching like high school and above soccer. It, if you have not watched it, it is, it's physical. Like is it? it may be. You know, football, you've got helmets and pads and all mm-hmm. this stuff. These girls and, and guys, and, you know, we watched, you know, KCU and we were there in college right. soccer. It's, they, they go Pretty at good. it. I mean, and, and there's some hard hits. Yeah. And, and there's some dirty like plays rugby? and rugby kind of. Yeah. yeah. Not quite that physical, but, but close. It's, it's fun. Now rugby's a man sport, man. That is a man's sport. I mean, that thing can get brutal. That's why I'd never played. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's. Thanks yeah. for not going down that road. I yeah. appreciate that. I, I tossed out the bait and you did. You did. And it. I, uh, yeah, I was, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for you to get back to 100% before I uh, go down that road. <laughs> so never. Okay. <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah, um, good, um, good weekend and, uh, weather was great. Church was, uh, good yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, good worship. Um, yeah. I thought um thought the worship was great. Thought uh you had Carly uh Terrell uh, mm-hmm. with you uh, leading. She does an awesome job yep. and um 
She, uh, man, she, uh, her voice is great. I mean, it she is. She hit some of those songs perfect, and uh, I loved it. Yep, yeah. exactly. It was good work. So I was texting with somebody this morning, and they were talking about that and just how, you know, how great it was to be able to sing, you uh-huh. know, Holy Spirit. Right. And, you know, just to, you know, sing that, that idea of Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Right. You know, come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. And Who does it? Who's the original person? That um, that so Francesca, Francesca Battistelli. It, She's yeah. not the one that wrote it, but her her version's on the radio. Yeah, that's um, a really good version. Whenever I say her name, it reminds me of Buddy the Elf. You know, when Francesca. he's he's sitting in the the corner there, yeah. and he's like Francesco, <laughs> right. Francesco. That's fun to say. Yeah, we're going to be busting out those movies here before too long, if you um, haven't already. My daughter has been. She's yeah. been watching. She has Barbie Christmas movies. Mm. So if you would like to watch a Christmas movie, you can come over and watch a Barbie Christmas movie. i pass with her. on the Barbies, but uh, you start bringing the other ones out, and I'll be yeah, there. <laughs> for sure. I, I could watch Elf all year long. Like, yeah. yeah, that's that's great. You know, I've already you, – you talked about the Holiday Channel, and mm-hmm. I – I already listened to Christmas music. Um, I was listening to some the other day. Yeah. See, it's addicting, isn't it? It is. It's addicting. Well, we were talking about the Christmas series. Yep. And so if you're listening from RCC or you watch online, our Christmas series this year is called? Do you remember? Oh, Hear the Angel Voices. Oh, hear the yeah, Angel that's Voices. it. You, I was like, uh, I got stumped for a second. <laughs> I'm just making sure you're awake. You know, <laughs> I, I got I got dinged last week for dozing you off did, and for a little bit. He He literally dozed off. I've had people, I wasn't dozing off, but I was close. Now I've had people be like, that was the best part of the, of the podcast when, when they busted your chops on that. I'm like, oh yeah, it was great. It was great. He, I don't think he liked it, but he went, he went with yeah. it. <laughs> so Saturday, okay. we, uh, we had a good day Saturday. It's, it's always good. I'm in my element when I, I cook things. Okay. And so I sent you some pictures Saturday. You did. And. It looked good. I invited you. We had plenty. You did, but my wife is a little under the weather, yeah. so um, I didn't feel like uh, that I should tote her out there and dump yeah, her on your... <laughs> exactly. So we did. I smoked some chicken drumsticks and some chicken How breasts. is that? How, do you light that with a torch lighter or a mat? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, smoked them. I smoked them with mesquite chips. Okay. And I also smoked... Mac and cheese, homemade mac and cheese. Mm, I love mac and cheese. And if you've ever had, like, we used to go down to Utsi's in Plain City quite a bit, okay. and and we would get smoked cheddar cheese. And if you've ever had like smoked cheese, that's what it tasted like. Like it wasn't overpowering, mm-hmm. but it tasted like you used that cheese mm-hmm. with it, and it was pretty good. It was great. Yeah. And so we have a you know a decent amount left over, and now we're back into the week and back on our diet again. Mm. And so now it's like, what? Do I, what do I do? You know, I may have to sneak a bite. I usually uh, stick pretty, pretty, uh, pretty good with the caveman diet. And, you know, now the, those of you who are, um, you know, listen to us, you know that, um, you know, we were on the caveman diet and, and anything that a caveman would eat. But Anita wasn't feeling good yesterday. And so I texted her or called her. I said, do you want something to eat? I'll come and pick you something up because I know she... You know, when you're got, when you're got like a cold, you're kind of hungry sometimes. Yep. Well, so, and you only want certain things. Exactly. So I stopped at Culver's is what I did. And I got her a butter burger mm. and those crinkle fries. Oh yeah. And so when I'm sitting in the line, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bust, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna going to bust down on I'm the I'm going for man. it. I went for a butter burger and I had crinkle fries. And when you don't have crinkle fries or French fries over a long period of time. Right. They're so good. 
Right. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, super good. Nice. And so went back on, you know, immediately after, but boy, it was nice yeah. breaking it for a minute. And uh, the only other time I'll break is on my birthday next year for German chocolate cake. I, we're going to get that this year. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe for Sorry. Christmas. Um, it was, I, I didn't have the ingredients in the hospital to make it for you. I apologize. <laughs> Did you not? <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> I don't know. You could have sent out or an oven. <laughs> I didn't have the ingredients. Call down to the food service. Hey, I've got a cake ready. Can you put it in for me? Send somebody up to grab it. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You had an excuse this year. Last year you were on vacation. So looking forward to the excuse next year. I'm, I'm already working on it. I've got, I've got a few, but I haven't picked out which one I want yet. So no, it's, uh, we are, we're at the point now with the caveman, you're talking about that with the caveman diet where we're going through the week with the diet and on the weekends we're breaking. We're both kind of happy with where we're at. That's good. And I was actually, even after I got out of the hospital, I had gained some weight back. Once we started back on the diet, excuse me, I was, I was losing more. Excuse me, man, I got, got some coffee here. Wow. I was losing more rapidly than I wanted to and was kind of getting below my target mm-hmm. weight, which, you know, I have not started working out or anything again yet. So my muscle, you know, is not there. Mm-hmm. Some people wouldn't question if it's ever been there, but you're uh, a rock, except for in my jaws. They, they say I've got a lot of muscle there. <laughs> Strong tongue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and so that's where we're at. And so that, that's been kind of nice and, and have not seen, you know, anything crazy where, you know, I've jumped up. You know, right. Great. I'm staying. I'm still hanging right where I want to be. Right. So that's a good deal. That's where we're at. Good deal. So um, we. Um, well, this is fun. This is fun. I, I looked like I looked over and we're, what are we about? Seventeen minutes about into this. Seventeen today? minutes in. Yeah. Wow. That that went fast. So I don't know if you listening to talk it about going fast, they, right? They're like, oh my goodness, well these are guys they ever going to get to the subject at hand? Baseball, like, wow. food, <laughs> soccer. Come on, exactly. Kids soccer at that. At that. Right. <laughs> But no, yesterday was a good day. I thought every, uh, I thought, um, everything, uh, went really well and, um, it was good to, um, it was good. You know, we had some few, a uh, few new folks again and, uh, somebody commented, commented to me after the second service where I walked out and they were like, wow, there was a lot of new faces in there today, um, or faces they have not seen. Right. And, right. Uh, which I thought was pretty good. And, um, so that was, that was neat to hear. And we have had a few new faces and yeah, yeah, keep, stri- uh, keep coming in and good to see new people and bringing their kids and uh, families and, um, yep. you know, getting involved. And I know youth group student ministry seems to be going very yep. well. They're still and, hanging around 30 kids, but they've had, you know, there's still a lot going on right now with the volleyball season right. wrapping up their in tournament. So they got some students in that and, and in other things as well. And, um, but they've had, I think last night they had another two new students. Nice. Really so good. They've had new students every week, it seems like. Really good. Yeah. And it was good to have, uh, student minister Clint Matlack on last week. That was wonderful. And I heard a lot of good comments about yep. that. So he yep. just kind of went right in and, you know, was just a natural. And he is a natural. He's got the gift of gab. He is a natural of, yeah, the I, gift of gab. I, Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. He's a natural at a lot of things. Exactly. No, it was good. It was good to have him with us and you know, him him being here allowed me to doze off a little, so a little? Yeah. It was a lot, bro. <laughs> we covered for you a couple times. We didn't have right? to have of right? <laughs> but no, yesterday uh the in in the message yesterday we talked about um basically keeping the main thing the main thing. 
Yeah. How hard is that? How hard is it to keep the main thing the mm-hmm. main thing? Oh, not just church, but just everything. everything. Yeah, you get it, it's so easy to get sidetracked, mm-hmm. and then like for me sometimes, I'll be honest, I get down whether it's you know with my my faith or you know church or my job or things at home or whatever. It's like I get down a, a road and it's like, well, hold on, how did I get here? Right. You know, I was supposed to be doing that. Exactly. And now I've rabbit trailed all the way over here. And it is so easy sometimes to to allow other things to kind of creep up mm-hmm. and kind of pull you away from where mm-hmm. you need to be. Right. And that was part of, um, you know, part of putting in, you know, this series of the where, where the rubber meets the road. Right. Is that I wanted about midway through or a little about halfway through is to talk about, you know, keeping the main thing, the main thing, what our mission is, being a witness. And then next week we're going to talk a little, you know, we talked about it Sunday, but we're going to go more in depth about the Holy Spirit because yep. I really believe those two things, uh, keeping the main thing, the main thing, what our mission is, what Christ has commanded us to do and tapping into the, into the powerful Holy Spirit is helping us keep the main thing the main thing. Right. And um, I started off yesterday talking about, you know, how many times have you walked into a restaurant like a hamburger place and they're like, you know, try our fabulous new pancakes. Right. You know, you know if you go to a hamburger joint, you want, you want a good hamburgers, hamburger. you know, or you go to a pancake house and they're like, you know, try our chicken breast sandwich. I mean, if I go to, you know, the pan- log cabin pancake house down in Gatlinburg, I am not ordering chicken right? breast sandwiches. I'm getting there pancakes and so yeah it's really hard sometimes you know to it's almost like we we try too hard to try to overreach right and i think we do that not just in the world but we do it in our personal lives Mm -hmm. and it most definitely happens at church because i think sometimes we get so caught up in doing the things of church that we're not doing the thing right that the mission, the mission that God yeah. has called us to, exactly. that Jesus commanded us to be involved sure. in. So we get involved. We we do programming and events and sporting events and even Bible studies mm-hmm. and prayer times and all these stuff. These can become almost a an offshoot of a distraction from keeping us from doing what God wants us to do. Right. And it's very hard because we're so we feel like we've got to be churning those gears when. In actuality, we just have to do what God has called us to do, right? To go into this world and yep, to be a witness, exactly. And um, so I think it's very difficult. Yep, I, I find it difficult sometimes. Absolutely, and I think sometimes to to realize that you know, make sure that we're being used the way that God has designed us to be. You know, I think there have been times in my life where I've tried to kind of step outside of the role that God has built me, you know, right into. Um, you you talking about the pancakes and hamburgers and all that it reminded me of the uh kentucky fried chicken commercial that they have on right now where you can hear colonel sanders talking it's there they've got their new it looks really good chicken sandwich fried chicken sandwich and he's talking about all these burger joints who are claiming to have the best fried chicken sandwich and he's whatever and he said (laughs) he said you know actually that's none of my business and then he under his breath you hear him say just like making chicken sandwiches shouldn't be theirs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's right <laughs> right yeah exactly so, but i mean um, so i didn't hear anything after you gave that analogy you know <laughs> two minutes into your sermon yesterday i was you were craving a chicken sandwich <laughs> just kidding oh my goodness no but you know and I, and I talked a little bit about you know our belief system of what 
the starting point for our belief system is, is foundational. Right. That is the foundation of what we, of what we believe in. And, um, and I think it's really, um, a, you almost have to be so intentional today to make sure that your belief system is solely found in God in, in His Word. Because if it, if it offshoots and goes into another direction, you know, say, say you take a little bit of God and a little bit of whatever, that's not a good foundation. You've got right. your foot on a, on one foot in and one foot on a slippery slope. Right. And right. that's not a good place to be. And, um, so it's, you have to be, you have to make an intentional decision that I am going to stand firmly on the truth and the power of God's word. And I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit of God to dictate my life. And that's how you keep the main thing, the main mm-hmm. thing. Now, in saying that, I'm going to ask you a question. How hard is that though? I mean, how hard is to, Put your feet firmly on mm-hmm. his foundation and trust in God's Holy Spirit to do what you're called to do. How hard is that as a, just even as a minister? Yeah, it's, it's very difficult because, well, first of all, you know, you want to do things on your own. You mm-hmm. want to, you know, I talked about that a few weeks ago. You mm-hmm. want to have control. You want to be in control. And sometimes you don't, if you're truly trusting God mm-hmm. and, and truly trusting that he's going to lead you, mm-hmm. you don't know what that next step is. You no. talked about, I think it was last week you talked about, you know, taking that leap of faith. Right. And it reminded me, I showed a clip there has been a year and a half or so ago, mm-hmm. two years ago, of Indiana Jones. Right. When he has to, to take the leap of faith across that chasm. That's a very good and, scene. And to him, he can't see that there's a, a bridge there. Right. Because it blends into the scenery. Right. But he, he closes his eyes, he lifts his foot high, and he just, I mean, it looks like he's going to fall exactly. down. Exactly. And, and it catches him, and that—that's what it takes for us. But it, you're absolutely right; it's difficult. It's difficult that is—that's the perfect. That's the perfect uh, like visual mm-hmm. for faith, a yeah. faith step. Yeah. And that's yeah. And, and, I, and it's hard too because I, I find it hard for myself sometimes because you do get sidetracked. You do get sidetracked very easy. As much as I hate to admit that I get sidetracked, right? I get sidetracked, and I hate that about myself. Yeah. But now, this is to me where if you're walking with God, your foundation is is secure, and you've been tapping into the Holy Spirit, and you're leaning on God, even in the moment that you get sidetracked in, don't you find that you at one point shortly into your getting sidetracked that the Spirit has a way of grasping you or putting its hand on you or convicting you or turning you back to where you need to be yeah. because you've been so in tune or walking with God right, in that exactly. area. That's well, what I've found in my life. And that's, you know, goes back to you were talking about intentionality. Right. You know, in that, that very first scripture that you read yesterday is First Timothy 4.16. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Right. You know, that's on, it's on us. Exactly. We're the ones that have to exactly. make sure that we are, you know, walking the straight and narrow, that we are walking within the bounds of where God wants us right, to be. Right, right. He goes on and says... Um, Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. And I think that, you know, kind of this, this idea of keeping the main thing, the main thing of our mission, mm-hmm. we have to realize that we're not living this life simply for ourselves. Exactly. Our mission is to, and I think you said it yesterday, to go to heaven and take as many people with us as we can. Mm-hmm. That's and, it. And that's, that's what our mission is. It, it shouldn't be anything else, but so that's easily it. we get sidetracked. That's it. Even even in church, mm-hmm. even in ministry, we get sidetracked. Oh, for sure. And we take the main thing out. 
main thing gets, um, you know, discredited and, and, um, back to, and I, and I agree with that 100% and back to the belief, uh, part in the foundation part. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really hard today for people to distinguish, you know, it's almost like God is an add on or Jesus Christ is an add on to what your life is. Right. And so it's very hard to turn the final key. To say, I'm going to do exactly what God wants me to do, and I'm going to live my life even though I don't understand everything about the Bible and God's Word, and I don't get some things, mm-hmm. but I choose to truly believe, and that's my foundation. Right. That's very hard for people to do in 2021. Yep. And, and so, you know, and I went through a few things yesterday about, you know, things that we believe in about even Jesus Christ, and I won't go through all of them, you know, that we believe he was real, we believe he wasn't fictional, we believe that, you know, he performed miracles, we believe that, you know, he he met with people and he healed people, and his teachings were true, his claim that, you know, he's God in the flesh. So we we... We believe that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. Yep. And when you come to that conclusion that Jesus Christ is who he says he is in the Bible, mm-hmm. then that's a part of the foundation that you put, that you put your feet on. Exactly. And one of the things that, um, I love about Jesus, and this is like, um, you know, he's God in the flesh. He's absolutely perfect. But the thing I love about Jesus is that he is not, um, he's not like this guy that, you know, tells you what to do and he doesn't know what you're going through right he knows exactly what you're going through mm-hmm. jesus knew hurt feelings pain mm-hmm. hunger tired mm-hmm. he if he cut he bled you know he bled mm-hmm. um you know he was you know because of his race he there was hatred because of that because of his teachings of god uh, the pharisees went against him he knows exactly what you and i go through and yes he was absolutely perfect but let's admit this uh, he is a man yeah he's in a physical fleshly body mm-hmm. and i mean as for those of you who are listening right now and you too brandon i mean think how fragile your flesh is I mean, you know this better yeah. than anybody over yeah. the last six, seven, eight weeks, mm-hmm. how fragile you can be. I mean, one minute you're jogging, you know, umpteen miles a month and you're eating healthy. And then the next thing you know, you're in a hospital bed for, for five months. That's how fragile we right. are. And Jesus was like that. Exactly. He knew exactly, you know, what we, what we went through. And I, one of the verses that I read yesterday, I thought was, I love it about this with, it kind of sums up Jesus and it's on Isaiah 53 verse 3. He says, he was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with the deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and he, and looked the other way. He was despised and we, we did not care. And that verse literally, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, think about that. Those are some strong, strong, strong words. Oh, absolutely. But I love the fact that through Jesus Christ, there is a, and there's an escape for you and I. And for there's sure. an escape for this planet. Yep. And this is where literally the rubber meets the road in 2021. Yep. We have to admit that we're sinners. Exactly. We have to admit that I am not a perfect person. I, you know, what I, what I believe is not always true. What I say is not always right. I act out. I'm immature. And, um, I've been a sinful person in my life. Yep. And so that's a very difficult place for people, um, to come to. And, um, but I love the fact that God, even after, you know, the Garden of Eden, the plan of Jesus Christ coming 
was put into put into motion right to save us from our sins and which I am so thankful that he did that because if there was no Jesus Christ mm-hmm. you and I wouldn't be saved exactly there. and you and I would have to pay that penalty by my by ourselves yep. I don't want to do that exactly I cannot do that so it's um I love it that you know Ephesians 1 7 says he purchased us with our freedom he purchased our freedom with his blood and and the son forgave our sins yeah and that's just a, uh, a a great picture, you know, of what Jesus has done. Yeah, yeah. But I think that the whole belief system and who Jesus Christ is is very foundational to what your belief system is in God. And you have to believe that Jesus is the Son of the Living God, and you have to believe that Jesus was God in the flesh. Yep. And you have to believe that Jesus died for your sins. This is foundational. Yeah. And um, I guarantee there's people that come to church every Sunday, in theory, think this is good, but I'm not sure they actually believe Fully it. believe. You, you know mentioned I mean? uh, a few weeks ago, I think, that you know you have to, as a Christ follower, you have to believe 100% of the Bible, that it's true, or really, you don't believe any of it. it it's, no. it's all for naught. Right. You know, and, and, and that's the sad thing for me as I look into our world today. Not just our, not our world, mm-hmm. but the Christian world. Mm-hmm. And you see churches that are being sidetracked and they mm-hmm. are going against scripture and they're saying, well, that, that scripture is not as relevant because whatever reason they're making up. Right. You know, you have to believe it's a hundred percent true. Right. You know, the Bible is very clear. It is the infallible word of God. You know, right. it's sharper than any two edged sword. Right. It's completely true. And so that leads me to your first question, you know, do you believe Jesus is returning? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Because the Bible says he is. Yep. You know, that that's the promise. You know, he came, he died, he he went through everything you just mentioned so that mm-hmm. he could then go back to the Father and then one day return. Right. Um to save us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, do you do you think that he's returning? Absolutely. I love, I asked that question yesterday and I heard a, you know, a few amens. Yeah. Amen. You know, amen, it's yeah. like, yeah. And I do believe that Jesus is returning with all of my heart. And, mm-hmm. um, and I know again, in theory, people are thinking, yes, he's, he's returning. But do you know that I've actually talked to Christians who the thought of Jesus returning almost scares them to death? Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. I mean, if, why we're in the middle of this podcast and nobody ever listened to this and the sky parted, I'd be the happiest Amen. guy on the face, yeah. the face of the planet right Absolutely. now. Um, but I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is returning. I believe that he's coming and I believe his coming is yeah. soon. Yeah. I do. I believe it. I, you know, the Bible tells us no man knows the day or the hour and even Jesus says not for you to have to know this. And, and I get all that, but. Jesus also tells us, be, be aware of the signs. Yeah. Be aware of the signs that I'm about to come. Be For aware sure. of the, he calls them birth pains mm-hmm. that, that are coming that you're going to see. When you start to see these things, you know my return is imminent. My yep. return it's is coming yeah. soon. And so as I look around that and I look at what the Bible has to say and I look at what's taking place from the top office in our country down to the lowest level and mm-hmm. I see the immorality and I see the prideful nation yeah. and I see the arrogance and I see the sin that's flaunted even on Saturday that repulsive abortion rally mm. that they held uh, and you see the the signs and you see the um you know the people chanting and you see all this stuff you're like you know God is coming right you know he's coming soon and um you know uh, i think it was 
in Graham Lotz who once said, you know, if God doesn't return soon, he's going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Exactly. And, yeah, and, and yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I mean, we're right there. Yeah, we are there. We are right there again. And so, you know, and, and one of the things yesterday when I talked about Jesus Christ returning is, um, you know, are we ready? Right. Do we, do we, do we think that's happening? Right. Um, I saw a, uh, a told about a, a friend of mine that saw a billboard in, and I really can't remember if it was in Kentucky or Indiana, but the sign said Jesus is coming. And down in the bottom part of the billboard was a clock and the hands were set at five minutes to 12. And, um, and I think that's a very good analogy yep. of Jesus is coming and the time is short. Yep. The, we've got literally minutes yep. before Jesus Christ is, is going to return. And, um, and I think that knowing that Jesus Christ is going to return, um, we have a huge responsibility to go into this world, to talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ, to give a message that is, what can you say, that's not depressing or oppressive, that Jesus Christ frees you from your sins, that Jesus Christ can give you you know, new life. What, yeah. What's your, one of your favorite verses is what? First Corinthians 5.17. Anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. That's real stuff. Yeah. That's not fake. That's not just a great plaque. That's not a good bumper sticker. That is true sayings from God's mm-hmm. word that says when you become a Christian, when you follow this, you're a new person. You're you new start person. totally yep. all over. Your sins have been forgiven and you may live with the consequence of your sin, but mm-hmm. guess what? God totally wipes it clean and yep. he forgets it forever. He yep. wipes it whiter than snow. And, and I love that about yep. God. I love that because I'm so glad that my sins have been wiped clean. Yep. And, um, and I absolutely love that. So with, with all the things that are going on today, um, you know, and there's such bad news, we have the greatest news on the face of the planet. And, um, I love I love that though. So yeah, absolutely. You you talked about you know we have a resource, yeah, and that's where you talked about the Holy Spirit, yeah. You know, and 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 you went through and and um, you know Zechariah four six. It's not by force nor by strength, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. And then you talked uh, in Acts. And I love the book of Acts. We're going to be there soon. I do. In, um, in our Bible recap, yeah. which is always great to read back through that. Right. Um, but, you know, Acts 1, 4 through 5, on one occasion, oh, sorry, on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. And before I go on, you know, we talk about the Holy Spirit and, I don't think we tap into it no. the way we need to. I don't. No. I, I honestly don't. No, you don't. But exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Me Thanks either. for the reminder. <laughs> but I love that idea that it's a gift. Right. You know, and if I give you a gift, if I would have brought you a gift in here and handed it to you. Let's say let's say that gift is German chocolate cake. German chocolate cake, and it's wrapped up. You don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, thanks so much for this gift. And you've talked about this before. Right. You, you've used this analogy, right. and I've heard it many times. And, and you set it here on, on the, the counter, on our little computer stand. And we get done with the podcast, and I shut everything down and, and go into my office and go to edit the podcast and get it uploaded. And I walk in tomorrow to do some stuff, and, and the cake is here. Still in the in the gift box, and you didn't open it. You didn't take it with you. How are you going to enjoy that cake? Exactly. How are you going to utilize that? And eventually, if you just continue to let it sit here, it's going to rot. You it's know, it's going to be useless. 
And that's the way it is with the Holy Spirit in our lives. God has given it mm-hmm. to us as a gift. And, you know, the Bible says that you know, we receive it when we're baptized into Him and we accept Him as our Savior. Mm-hmm. That's a gift that we receive. But if we don't open that gift, if exactly. we don't tap into that gift every single day, we can't use it. Exactly. 100%. And and I'm guilty of that in my life of saying, you know what, that's nice, but I'm going to leave it exactly. here on on the counter today, and I'm just going to go and I'm going to be in control, right? And I'm going to do what I need to do, right? It's it, it's one of the hardest things in the world to let the spirit lead you, because you're like you said, you want to be in control, yeah. You want to take the reins. It's like I'll take the reins if I get in trouble. Holy Spirit, take over, exactly. Get me out of this bind, yeah. But what if the Holy Spirit, um, you let Him roll, right, in your life? And watch what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do that all the time. I'm going to just flat out admit to you I don't yep, do that. Exactly. I mean, as much as I talk about the Spirit, tapping into the Spirit, a lot of times I don't do it. Yeah. And um, and it, it literally, I don't know why. I don't right. know why I go down that road because I know better. Yeah. I know better. It's like um, you know that if you turn on your stove and then you turn it off after you cook, you know after – five, six seconds after you turn off your stove, not to put your hand down on the burner. Right. Why? You're going to burn it. Yeah. And, um, you know, so doing that would be like, that's the stupidest thing in right. the world. So why am I not following the Holy Spirit every single day at every single minute of my life? Because it's like, I'm going to get burned if I don't. Yeah. And so it's very difficult to, um, to make that decision. But once you do, I think you're, you're right there. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, it just goes back to your word again, being intentional. Exactly. There have been times in my life where I've prayed, you know, God, just, you know, allow the Holy Spirit to lead me and blah, blah, blah. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't say blah, blah, blah when I pray. But, you know, and then I get to the point where the Holy Spirit's nudging me and I ignore it. Gotcha. Me too. You know, and I look back and it's just like, God, I'm sorry. Right. Because I prayed for that and you supplied it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't listen to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. How many times have you prayed for something? <laughs> you prayed for it, and you're like, God, I just, you know, you prayed for it a certain way. Right. And it literally was answered the way that you prayed, and you were shocked. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. Yep. I'm like, wow. And then right? it's just like, what? what's wrong with me? Exactly. How, why didn't I why expect Why didn't I expect it? Exactly. You know, it's like, uh, why am I not going to expect that to happen? I mentioned I, I didn't have this down on on a slide or anything, and um, I don't know why I didn't do this, but I talked about that. You know, the Holy Spirit is um, given in three different ways. He's given as a prompter mm-hmm. to prompt you to do what you need to do, and then He's given as a comforter. He mm-hmm. does come exactly. You. I, yeah. you, that's where you get that peace that mm-hmm. passes all understanding. You you're in the middle of a trying time in your life. You're going through something a the death of a loved one or say you're going through covid or say you're going through i don't i don't yeah. care what it is yeah. you've been hit financially you can you can approach those things differently than the what the world does right. and the other one was is that he's given as an energizer mm. he energizes you he gives you a boost he gives you what you need that you're going to be able to do what god has called you to do you you, you can be a witness you can have the energy to use your gifts to do what god has called you to do so were they able to Grind up the Holy Spirit. Is that what I put in my water a little bit ago? That energy. I don't know what stuff? went in that water, but um, it tastes good. Did it? Yeah. It didn't look very good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I briefly, briefly told a story. Um, I didn't go into huge detail, but it's you could probably do an entire couple 
week message on this on this story, but it's the story of Peter and John. Mm-hmm. And as they were going to the temple, and I love this story because it's just it just shows the power of God and the power of God's Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And he, you know, these guys have boldness, but. Peter and John are on the way to the temple to pray, and they meet this uh, crippled man who has been lame for years. Yep. I mean, he, he can't move, and he starts to beg for money. and You and you know the story, and um, and I love I love this. So I'm going to read it again, and I know it's it's uh, four verses, but bear with me. So um, Peter says to him, "I don't have any silver or gold, but I'm going to give you what I have in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. Get up and walk." Can you imagine right. this man cannot walk, and he's like, "Just I haven't I don't have money for you, but boom." We're going to just heal you. Then Peter took the lame man by the hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. And he jumped up on his feet and he began to walk. Then walking and leaping and praising God. And I would have loved to see that. Mm -hmm. He went into the temple with them and all the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized that the lame beggar, that this is the lame beggar that they had seen so often by the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. Now, what amazes me about that story is two things. Number one, we have this this incredible miracle that this guy was healed, right? And he was healed by the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God moving in his life. The other aspect of this story is that the leaders, yeah, and why exactly. are our why is our leaders so atrocious through down through the history? I mean, it's our leaders awful. today, from the top office in the White House to Peter and John's day, they're all a yeah. bunch of knuckleheads. Yeah. I mean, really. Can we not get one good leader who's not selfish in our history? Right. Seriously. But anyway, they they get irritated. They get mad and they they're like, you know, in in whose name or by what power did you do this mm-hmm. thing? And um I love this, man. So in Acts chapter four, verses eight through twelve, Peter. Now, we gotta remember Peter, okay? Mm-hmm. Peter was the guy who denied Jesus three times. Yep. And he was a little bit waffling and mm-hmm. Peter was all guns, but man, when he was put to the test, he, he, he failed that test. So this Peter, here he is again, filled with the Holy Spirit. Got it? Yep. Filled with the Holy Spirit. That's his power. That's his energy. That's his boost. Said to these men, ruler and elders of the people, we, are we being questioned today because we have done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state it to you and all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene. And I love this part, man, because I almost think that Peter, I didn't say this yesterday, but I almost think Peter is getting back mm-hmm. at his denial to let them know, I know you did this. And right. he says, the man in whom you crucified right. and God raised from the dead. And I love that. Yep. I love that he stuck that back in their face. And, you know, they basically were like, we don't want you talking anymore. Yeah. We don't want you talking about Jesus Christ. You're done. They didn't Absolutely. do it. They did not do yep. it. So that's where the power of the Holy Spirit literally kicks into your life. Right. He gives you a boldness. He gives you a strength. He gives you energy. He motivates you. He helps you stand strong because guarantee you this, the consequences of what they're about to face is not going to be good. Right. But they're they're standing bold in the name and the power of God in Jesus yep. Christ. Because you know why? They realize that what is going on right there is not really the ultimate thing. Right. The ultimate thing's heaven. Mm-hmm. And they're realizing that because, you know, earlier I read where they watched Jesus go into heaven, you know, the angels yeah. said, you know, how he left, he's coming back. And right. So they're 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 putting the pieces of the puzzle together. They're putting all this together to um to understand 
what Jesus's mission actually is. Oh, absolutely. And what their mission is. For which sure. Which gets us onto what's our mission. Right. And our mission is to yeah. tell people and be a witness and exactly. stick to the, the main thing, the, the main thing. Yeah. As I listen to that, you know, I think there's a couple of lessons that we can take from that. And first is, you know, you mentioned, you know, filled with the Holy Spirit. There was a exactly. different Peter from the Peter that denied Jesus three times. You know, that was, wasn't that was not filled Spirit. with the Holy Spirit, right? You know, and so you know, just the the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives right. makes a huge difference when we right. tap into it. The other thing I think we can learn is you, you see Peter deny Jesus three times. Did you know that he felt guilt from that? Oh my! You know that that he was convicted mm. of what he had done. Did that prepare him to be stronger mm-hmm. when it came to that moment in Acts to stand up and mm-hmm. and and to just be bold? Right. I think that there have been right. times in my life when I have right. not followed through with where I knew God wanted exactly. me to be. That the next time I was, you know, presented with a decision to make, it right. made me stronger and made me think twice about the decision that I was going to make. Right. You know, I'm wondering if maybe Peter's denial helped him. Right be prepared for that moment. Exactly. Cause you I mean, even think about this. Um, there was that, um, brief time when Jesus and Peter, you know, were sitting together. Yep. And, um, the whole thing with Peter, uh, I believe that Jesus took Peter's worst point of his life. Mm-hmm. And you follow me. He mm-hmm. takes the worst part of his life where he denies him three times. Right. But Jesus takes that worst part of Peter's life and actually uses that to give him strength and to build confidence in him. Because if I'm not, and I don't have it in front of me, but Jesus asked Peter three times, do you love me? Yep. And Peter each time is like, Lord, you know that I do. Mm-hmm. And Peter got, Jesus is like, Peter, do you love me? And he's like, you can almost see the agony on Peter's yeah. face. Even though you're reading it, you can see the agony where he's like, oh, He's like, you know, I know love, I love you. you. And then finally he's like, Peter, do you love me? And, you know, I can't remember exactly what Peter says, but he kind of goes into this, this dialogue of like, oh, you know, I love you. I mean, uh, there's nothing that would separate me from right. you. And I absolutely love you. And each time that Jesus says, do you love me? He's like, then feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. And we also know that Jesus used Peter to be the first spokesman of the, um, church and peter stands up on the day of pentecost and preaches that yep. off the wall awesome yeah, exactly. sermon and i mean from there on it's like two different peters yes totally yeah absolutely. like two different peters and and i love that be because here we go finally peter gets it and if anyone is in christ he's a new creation the old life is gone and the new has come yeah. and jesus had been teaching him for three and a half years and finally peter gets it and now he's able he's able to do what god has called him to do right and now Peter's able to keep the main thing the main thing. He's right. not getting unfocused on what's happening in the moment. He knows what the main thing is, and that's really difficult yeah. to keep the main thing. Yep. And he he finally gets it here toward toward the end. Exactly. But. Yep. Yeah, that's great. I, I Peter's one of my favorite people right? in the Bible, and and I, I don't know. I just think that all of us can relate to him in one way or another. Right. And, you know, I, I've talked right. to so many people and they're like, I, you know, I love Peter too. And it's, you know, we can all relate to him, at, right. you know, in a way. But, you know, I love, uh, you read Acts 1 8, you know, just kind of talking about keeping the main thing the main thing, yep. you know, and why, and, and what, you know, again, what allows us to do that. And that's the Holy Spirit, Acts 1 8. 
You will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not you're going to receive the Holy Spirit for your benefit to help exactly. you out. You're going to receive the Holy Spirit, and that's going to help you continue mm-hmm. to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Exactly. It's not, you know, okay, God, give me the Holy Spirit so it will help me through this point in my life. Exactly. Me, me, me. Exactly. God, help, you know, allow the Holy Spirit to work through me so that your message is heard, so that your light is shining bright. Right. 100% on that one. And, um, and I love that. And that's what we need. I mean, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. We're going to be witnesses for Him. And I mean, let's think about this. We, we live in a very dark, destroyed, destructive, Mm -hmm. Immoral society. Yeah, for sure. And so we're going to need that comfort and power and energy of the Holy Spirit to come upon us that we might be able to reach out to family member and friends and coworkers and neighbors mm-hmm. and uh, wherever else, bump into them at Kohl's or Walmart or Meyer or Kroger or where, wherever we go. And um, every single Christian needs to look, and you already quoted this, what I said yesterday or earlier that our purpose literally is this is to go heaven when we die and to take as many people with us as we possibly can. Starting with your own family. Exactly. Starting with your kids and uh, don't leave your kids to chance. Right. You know, be bold. Yeah. Don't, you know, so many parents are, are like, well, I don't want my ki- my family, you know, my kids not to like me and all that. Well, here's the deal. Sometimes they're not going to like you. Exactly. And you just need to get over yourself and realize that those, those Sometimes, people need to <laughs> Or most of the time. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that's, you know, I've got three younger kids. And, you yeah. know, I think it's important to start those conversations mm-hmm. when your kids are young. It's not something that you wait until they're, you know, 16, 17, and it's like, oh, by the way, let's talk about this, you know. You start those conversations when they're young, and that way when they are a little older, the conversations, I think, can be a little Mm -hmm. bit deeper. Oh, yeah. You've already laid that foundation. Oh, yeah. You know? So... I ended with a verse yesterday, um, and it's Acts chapter 22, verse 15, and, and I really like this verse, too. He says, For you are to be his witness, telling everyone what you have seen and heard. Mm Mm-hmm. And it starts with your relationship with Jesus Christ, and it starts how Jesus Christ has yeah. changed you. It starts even with, let's just roll the clock back just for you just here just recently. It yeah. starts in your witness through the COVID-19 message. Right, right. There's, and, and I've been calling this over the last couple of weeks, and I'm not going to stop doing this. So if anybody gets mad at me, <laughs> just get mad at me. I don't care. This is the new state church. COVID-19 right. is the gospel of the United States American mm-hmm. church now. Yep. And they have made that a a gospel message, mm-hmm. which is a false narrative lying gospel. I'm not saying right. there's not COVID. Right. We all know that. You know that. Yep. But what I'm telling you is this, is that your witness through that is totally different from somebody else's right. where you've been in the middle of this, yep. you know, you were, you know, glorifying God yep. and you were remaining positive. Yep. You approach this totally different than I mean, than you, other you hit it earlier, you know, just that the comfort aspect, you know, the Holy Spirit. Right. I had a peace. Right. Yeah. I mean, my oxygen numbers were, you know, scary low at times, but I had a peace because the Holy Spirit was living in me. Exactly. And, um, you know, I tried to stay as positive as I could while feeling like Cried. poo, um, <laughs> you know, but, but that is, you know, you know, my heart breaks for people that don't have that relationship with exactly. God. Exactly. And that's, that's where it comes back to keeping the main thing, the main thing. It's our mm-hmm. responsibility mm-hmm. to take that message to those people who don't have that relationship with exactly. God so that they can experience that comfort, so they can experience that peace, 
so they can have experience the the guidedness in right. is that a word guidedness well we can it we is can put now the brandon Chenault d- definition we we have one of those dictionary yeah you can ask the worship team i make up words all the time i've done that before yeah so but you know it's it it really is you know and i've been convicted of that more recently right you know just in the fact that the holy spirit isn't for me mm. you know i didn't receive the holy Holy Spirit for me, I received it so I could mm-hmm. continue God's mission. Well, and that's, that's absolutely true. And, and I love the fact that, um, you know, even for other believers, other people who say that they're Christians, mm-hmm. um, going through, you know, whether it's COVID-19 or financial situation or whatever it is, mm-hmm. your witness to other believers can be mighty. Oh, absolutely. Um, how you approach that. Yep. And, how did you get through that? I, the, you know, you could go through something or I could go through something totally different than somebody else. And they'd be like, how did you do that? And you remained, you could just say it was God. Right. And here's what I believe with all of my heart. And yep. because it really is that it really exactly. is God. You, you're not. Um, and I believe that where, let me get backtrack. I, I believe that's where your relationship to God kicks in, in mm-hmm. those times. And even though, We've already talked about you don't 100% always follow the Holy Spirit or tap into it. Right. But I believe that's where the Holy Spirit is used. Mm-hmm. And God knows this and yeah. God's like, boom, here, here this is. And you, and you feel that. You feel the comforting aspect of the yeah. Holy Spirit when you've got COVID-19 or you feel this boost of energy to do what he wants you to do or you, you know, yeah. you're ready to, to do what God has called you to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, um, the Holy Spirit, man, and I, and I can't wait to really talk about him yeah, in more depth yeah, next exactly. week. And um, and I hope um, I hope everybody shows up because yep. it's um, I think it's the one of the most um, intricate parts of our Christian life of following Christ. Yep. I'm not yep. saying you're not a Christian if you don't tap into the Spirit. Yep. I'm just saying you're going to live a miserable existence if you don't. Yep. And on the onset, but uh, if you tap into the Spirit. He's going to change everything about who you are. Exactly. And it's for the glory of God, not for the glory yep. of you, like you said. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think the thing to remember in all of that, whether, you know, you're dealing with a job loss, the loss right. of a loved one, you know, a sickness, whatever it may be, um, financial struggles, is to take a step back. And, mm-hmm. and this was big for me, is to take a step back and, and say, you know what? And we've talked about this over the last few weeks. God's not surprised by this. No. God was not shocked that. You know, this came up and now I'm financially, you know, struggling right now. Or God's not surprised that, you know, that person unexpectedly passed away. Mm-hmm. God's not surprised. Right. You know? And that's, you know, not that those things are great. That's just a product of the fallen world that we live in. Right. You know, and we talked about that. It's because of Adam and Eve, um, you know, 100%. disobeying, disobeying God. Mm-hmm. And and because of that, sin entered the world, mm-hmm. brokenness entered the world, hurt entered the world, financial struggles entered the world. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that sickness entered the world. You name it. Right. That's not the way God intended it to be. Mm-mm. You know, He had made everything perfect. Mm. Um, but we we had to mess it up. Yeah, we did. And and so you know, Poorly just to too. take a step back in those moments and to realize, you know what, God's not surprised. No, God has not left me. He's right here, and he's going to see me through. Right. It may not be the way I expect. Exactly. It's probably not going to be the way I expect, but he's going to see me through. Exactly. And just to have that hope, and that that's something else I think the Holy Spirit gives us, is just that hope. 
Well, exactly. And, um, you know, um, the hope that, you know, that, that we have in, in, in Christ yep. and the hope that we have in his, um, in his spirit and what he has promised us already. I mean, his, his promises are always there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're always 100%, you know, yep. and I, I think it's in Philippians four verses six and seven. And it says, you know, don't worry or don't be anxious about anything, but pray about, about everything. everything. Tell God what you need, you know, and give him thanks for what, for what he's done. I think yep. I quoted that right. And, um, but you think about that. It was like, don't worry about anything. You get mm-hmm. COVID. Yep. What do you want to, you, you, you worry. Right. But he said, don't worry about it. Right. You get, uh, hit financially hard with some huge bill that was unexpected. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Pray about everything. You know, give thanks yeah. to God. Tell God what you need. Give thanks to Him. You know, it, it's it it goes backwards to human reasoning, mm-hmm. and this is where we get back to the foundational part of our, our relationship to God. Do I believe this or do I not? Right. And so I got to believe it. Exactly. And I do believe it. Yeah. I believe it with all my heart. Yeah. And I don't always do it. Yeah. But I do. And it. that's and that's the thing. You know, believing it and trusting it mm-hmm. in the good times. Right. But also in the not so good times. Exactly. One hundred percent. So good Which stuff, is though. Easier said than done. Mm. Yeah. It is good stuff. Good stuff. Yep. So, got Keep some the main stuff coming thing, up. The main we? thing we got some, we we got a few good things coming up, don't yeah. we? We've got um, on October sixteenth. That's a week from Saturday, correct? That is the uh, Young at Heart mm-hmm. is having the kind of a cookout type thing. And uh, if you guys need information on that, I would encourage you to call the church office, and they'll send you on to Glenn and Lisa Smith, and or you can talk directly to Glenn and Lisa Smith if you're fifty five and over. It is for you. So is that for you? It is not yet. I'm getting closer every year. I know. I'm not quite there yet. I'm close, too. I'm really close to 55. Yeah, I'm still about still close. 29 years away. I don't know about that. Or 19. Yeah. Okay. I'm a year away. Yeah. Yeah. Which way? Okay. We won't go. Which way? <laughs> so there's that. And then we also have, um, you mentioned yesterday, Trunk or Treat. Trunk or Treat, October 31st, Sunday, October 31st. So there are a couple of ways that you can um, serve. You know, we'd love to look at this as it's just a great opportunity for outreach into our community, just to shine a bright light. And, and for you to get Reese's. For me to get Reese's um, on the weekends. Yeah. But, you know, they um, there are a couple of ways to serve. First of all, you can drop off candy here at the church, individually wrapped candy. Um, there are candy bins located throughout the church, or just drop that off in my office mm-hmm. if there are Reese's or Butterfingers, mm-hmm. and that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um Please don't do that. I had somebody do that one year, and I had Reese's coming out of my ears. <laughs> yeah, he actually did. <clears throat> but um, the other way that you can serve is to sign up to um, decorate the back of your vehicle in a family-friendly decoration, and you can sign up by going to richwood.church forward slash give. Wow, you're really good at that, and you're not even reading anything. Right. That is good. We also, in two weeks, have the night of prayer. Yes, we do. And that is two Tuesdays from now. That is Which is October 10th, 12th, 12th, 10th is Sunday. Yeah, you're right. October 12th, so, you're right. A week from tomorrow, and, and that's going to be in the sanctuary, 7 o'clock p.m. Calling it Old Fashioned Prayer Night. Not old, but you put old. that in the connecting with Craig. O-L-E. O-L-E. Old yeah. Fashioned Prayer Night. Exactly. Yes. And you weren't here because you were sick uh, the last time, yep. and um, you got prayed for, but basically this is... 
different than we've ever done it before mm-hmm. because we had been going live on Facebook and that worked out really good while we were, you know, people weren't getting out and that was perfect, yep. but yep. it wasn't so much, we just felt like it ran its course and it perfect and fine. And my mom's going to miss that. Well, I'm yeah, sure. that's true. She just have to drive up here the second uh, uh, Tuesday of every yeah, month. She can do that. It's only once a month, right? Right. Just six hours. But yeah, we're calling old fashioned prayer night and this is where we, uh, you know, we start off with uh, seeking God and scripture and we're going to probably do that again. And then, um, Open up with prayer and then I just let it. What do you guys want to pray for? Right. And you have to pray for what you bring up. But what we do is we leave it, whatever you bring up, we pray about it and we leave it open for there was two or three people that prayed for each thing. And then if you bring something up, ask you to pray. If you don't feel like praying, we'll get somebody to, yep. to close that part That's up. That's great. And so we just prayed for every single thing that was brought up. And I love cool. that. I thought that yeah. was really, really good. So I That's didn't know how stuff. long we were going to be there, but it wasn't too bad. So nice. Just three hours. Yeah, just four or five yeah. hours. So, And then there's that, uh, what was it, Common Thread is doing something on October 25th. They're doing the No-So Blankets mm-hmm. or something. And That's that's a great just event. They, yeah. You know, you don't have to be um, super talented with a sewing machine right. or anything. You you know, you cut the fleece blankets and you, you tie them. And, and what they do is they donate those every year. They've donated for the last, man, I feel like four or five years probably. Right. Um, to the Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. House down in Columbus. Yep. And then coming up in November is Cafe Chocolat. Chocolat? Cafe Chocolat. Yeah. Nice. It's a women's conference. That'll be fun. Yeah. That's that's for like the entire day, correct? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that'll be I'm good. I'm not so, going, so I know. You're yeah. not doing it on a cart, you're not going to the women's conference. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to? I don't know. I'll come to prayer night at okay. Trunk or Treat. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll hand candy out at trunk or treat. There you go, a, a dum dum for you and a Reese's for me. Exactly, a Twix for you and a Butterfinger for me. And then uh, we already mentioned that uh, we are going to do, be doing a sermon series in the month of December. It's the Christmas sermon series, and it mm-hmm. surrounds the angels in the Christmas story. And we're actually going to talk about angels and what they are, how they work today, yeah. yep. along with the Christmas story. So that'll be interesting. That'll and, be good. Yeah. So we are calling it, Oh, Hear the Angels' Voices. Yep. And um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the graphic to that when it's actually completed. I, I know it's going to be amazing. Started working on it this morning. Did you? Actually, yeah. Look at you. I know, right? I was you know what? Like it's right. When people call you amazing. Oh, gee. It really does put a cap on that because, uh, you know, I looked into, pulled up the meaning of amazing on um, Google and your picture popped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's I'm just, glad they can't see my face right now. <laughs> so anyways, we also in De- the month of December, we do not have a date yet, but uh, one of the first three Sundays probably, we will um, be doing a... Christmas night of worship around the campfire around the campfire. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it, it was, was good. I know we talked about it last week. You talked about it yesterday, but that was good. Yeah, that's good. But I'm looking forward, you know, love Christmas songs. Um, so that's going to be a good time just to be able to, to sing some Christmas songs and worship God. That'd be really good. Nothing like a good old, good old, good night of Christmas worship, right? That'd be fun. Yep. It's going to be good. Yeah. I so. think we hit everything too. Did we? Yeah, we got some grounded stickers. If you want a grounded sticker, gotta get a shoot grounded us an sticker. email, richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com, and we will get one um, to you in your hands if you're in the area or shipped to you if you're not. 
That'll be that sounds like a good deal. And if you uh, if you guys are listening and you guys like the podcast, you want to send it to somebody or forward it on or invite somebody to listen, um, feel free to do that. We would love to have uh, new listeners and um, people uh, hanging in there with us. And we have a, quite a few regular listeners, which we appreciate you guys for yep. for listening. I know like Kevin Beal and I have a friend of mine, Jason Thurman, mm-hmm. out in. Um, Indiana and Randy, Randy, Randy Neal, Neal, Wyatt Federer, Wyatt Federer, Glenn Smith, and yeah. uh, so we have quite a few people that listen quite often. And I know my son in ten- um, Tennessee, Tennessee, maybe, maybe I got Tennessee on the mind is what I got. Right. My son in o in Ohio in Cincinnati. There How about that? So there Tennessee, you can you edit that out? I can, but I'm not going okay. to. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be a nice rainy week here. Mm. And I'm just waiting on a cold front, so mm. not gonna happen. Some of my favorite weeks. weather of all time. Yeah, I really do love fall. I know you do. I yeah. I do too. I don't like the cold follows. Right, I do. I okay, like winter. So here's something that's before we before we go off. Here's something I gotta throw out. How hard is it to dress in the morning? In the oh fall? goodness, like it's 42 degrees and then it's 80 in the afternoon. Right? Literally, literally three hours later. How do you dress for that? It's crazy. You can't. And and I think I text that to you the other day it's like man i hate this weather because i, I wear a sweatshirt in the morning by no. like 10 30 11 o'clock i saw this on facebook the other day it says welcome to ohio winter is at 6 a.m spring starts at 10 a.m summer is at 2 p.m and fall is around 4 30 4 30 ish dress accordingly <laughs> that is true so there you go ohio where you experience all four seasons <laughs> in, in one, one day. day exactly exactly so, but yeah good times today and thank you guys for listening uh to us on grounded and as always i'm so glad you're back and i see you getting stronger every day and that's a good thing and i'm always praying for you too and appreciate it good yeah, to be glad, back glad you're doing you, i can tell you're getting a lot better good to be back good yeah. to be feeling better and good to be sitting across from you and see your lovely face. Well, at least so. you got that right for the day. <laughs> well, there you go. So thanks for joining us on Grounded. We hope you have a great week. Stay grounded in everything you do. Keep the main thing the main thing. And uh, join us right back here next week for another episode of Grounded. It's hard to tell what's going to happen. I never know either. Yep. You guys have a great day.